episode six of the Seen Unheard podcast. I am with the Zells. Can you go around and... I've met you many times before, but... Hey, I'm Phil Kenbach. I don't know if you're there first and last names, but... We all do the same thing in the band. I'm Frank DiNardo. Jackson Rogers. I'm Roman Venti, and we're missing uh, Tyler Gallagher this evening. Okay, cool. Exactly. Like, when you have the stick, you can share your thoughts. You used to be called the Den... Denzel, right? Just Denzel. So is there a difference between the two? Like, why did you shorten it? (laughs) Well, basically, it's um, someone's first name. And Denzel Curry is out there. You have Denzel Washington. Washington. I mean... And people just kind of started referring to us as the Zells. Yeah, like Jackson said, we were kind of going by the Zells already. Um referring not you know, like people would refer to us as that like Jackson Boy Tim and ourselves. It's but like basically somebody calls it something. You can like even that. imagine it like a plural version, right? You yeah. know, like Denzel was the singular and the Zells was like all of us. So right. it felt like a unifying it, and it was it was a, a um a sort of evolutionary thing, I guess, where it was like, you know, we hadn't put anything out for a while and we're releasing our first album under this name as opposed to Denzel which is the name that we've released everything else under. Um, so It felt like an identity that was our own, uh, like we said, you know, because there were so many other Denzels out there. Um, so we went with the Zells. And then, interestingly enough, we were like, oh, of course nobody has ever been the Zells before. Um, and, like, immediately, immediately after making this decision, we, like, Google the Zells, and turns out there was, like, a slapping, like, doo-wop group called the Zells in the 1940s. Um, so now... Uh, the 50s, and they're fantastic, so at least, you know, there's that. But, yeah, that's that's pretty much how that came about. They might think you're, like, a Zell's, like, tribute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And in a way, we are. The Zell's part two. Yeah. Right? I mean, we've always sort of imagined ourselves as, as a doo-wop group in a way, you know, just a collection of voices trying to be heard. Yeah, we got Levi the Husky front and center. Yeah, uh, yeah there's a, a dog, dog here. You know how Boy. Sublime has that dog? This is like our band dog. <laughs> <laughs> Sublime, Sublime had a dog? Yeah, Sublime had a, they had a Dalmatian. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, I didn't know that. Those business. are not. Those dogs are not nice. That's what I hear. No. Yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah. Angry We're gonna catch Dalmatians. heat from Dalmatian. Levi's yeah. nice though. He's a good. Levi's a good. Yeah. Dog. He drinks. Tries to drink your beer all the time, but. That's yeah. okay. Don't yeah. we all do that? <laughs> well, he's about to turn twenty-one in dog years, so he's just experimenting right now. Twenty-one. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really? how it works, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> one. One human year. Seven dog years. You, you grew up together, right? Yes. yes. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> um. We all. We all grew up together, except Tyler, who is our drummer, is from Philadelphia. What's his town hometown called? Delco. Um, Delco. Well, Delco. He's from Delaware County. Yeah. Um, you know, I think he bumped around a little bit, but he definitely reps nice. like being from Drexel Hill, sure. and then he went to Swarthmore, so it's a different Pittsburgh town. Now. Yeah, obviously he lives in Pittsburgh yeah. now. Um, yeah. But yeah, we, but, um, we all went to high school together and stuff. The rest of us, and uh, we're in like other bands and stuff before this together. Um, yeah, and it just kind of blossomed from there. I know, I've known Jackson since first grade. Yeah. Yeah, we've all known each other since we were like eight. Well, so, so when, are you interviewing me now? (laughs) (laughs) So when did you all start playing instruments and singing? I mean, if you grew up together and you formed a band together, have you been playing since you were kids? Um, Um, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sure, like, for each of us individually, like, when we started picking up our instruments and whatnot, um, 
probably is all at different points in our lives, but uh, We're certainly yeah, youths. certainly youths. Um, I know I was in ninth grade when I met Roman. I was uh. 13 years old when I met you. I th- I'm pretty we are, we are 14. 14, 14. I don't know what the the ages are for the grades, but um Yeah, we um me and Roman formed a band in high school called Disco Left Foot that we uh started playing. We played our first show in April of our ninth grade year, yep, 2009. 2009. Uh that's when that's since I've been writing and performing like originals and as well as Roman and then uh yeah, a year yeah. after that, we kind of linked up with these guys who were also yeah. playing in bands. Uh, Phil and Jackson had their own band together. The mm. Gascon Cadets. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we're pretty... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we didn't, we didn't know how to write music very well back then, personally. I mean... Uh, we made horrible noise. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it was just about... It was pretty cool. Honestly. It was, yeah, it was like... Uh, it was about expression yeah. back then, you know? And... Uh, we per- we kept it going. That's yeah, the important yeah. thing. Phil moved it to Philly for a year, and then uh, we had all like gone to college and stuff. And then we a bunch of us came back, and then Phil moved back as well. And we just kind of started yeah. this band. We're probably like twenty years old. We tried to leave Pittsburgh, and it yeah. didn't work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the yins are hooks. Yeah. <laughs> sucks you back in, mm-hmm. but uh, it's really it's been working out. Been having a good time. So. You guys are all from, like, the Shaler area, right? Yeah. So do you always record in Pittsburgh? Um, yeah. I mean, thus far, that's the only place we've ever recorded. Um, this last album was recorded at Post Office Studios. Uh, Rowdy. Mm. What is Karen it? Hazelwood? Hazelwood? Yeah, in, in Hazelwood. Um, Hazelwood so that's where we've been doing all of our stuff here. Uh, the release we had before this tour tape, we did in-house just down in our practice space in the house that well uh, and also at Howlers. oh yeah well Our yeah favorite the, bar. One, the one track on how at Howlers, and i guess one two of them brown house it was both too. of them oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah it was both of them and then we did the vocals in the in the house yeah. mm-hmm. but um everything's been in pittsburgh thus far yeah yeah, yeah it's, been, it's been pretty diy thus far and uh we're gonna s- the first time we've been in a studio um so it's been a really awesome experience working with rowdy he does a really great job he's a really right. careful engineer yeah. mm-hmm. really really wonderful cool he human being but yeah, Rowdy but yeah, we might start recording in our basement though, which Frank um, has been recording a couple of really good Pittsburgh bands. Um, yeah. I guess I can say Pinstripe Sunny and Pinstripe Sunny and Soda Club and Zaki. Um, yeah, so we have like a little a little setup down there that we're gonna start to utilize more um, in the future. But I'm gonna circle back really fast. So the Zells, I would say it's it's punk rock music is what you guys make. Uh, I'm not. Yet. I'm not qualified to, con- you know. Yeah, I feel like that. we're not like cool and edgy enough to. Do <laughs> so what? Well, so what would you call it? Oh, uh, yeah. you say post pop punk? <laughs> can I can I say contemporary guitar rock? Uh, <laughs> Is that you can say whatever you want, really. It's like your band. That makes it sound Ooh, like a like cool like yeah <laughs> like garage weird hotel rock. music. Garage rock. I call it millennial. Uh, what? <laughs> You're making up your own genre for sure. Yeah, no, I'm That's to. I'm trying to. Chicken soup um, for the millennial soul. We like classified ourselves as college rock, like as of like the late '80s, like early '90s, like replacements and stuff, and um, bands like that. I don't know who else would be a part of that scene, but uh, I don't know. That kind of made. I don't know if anybody even would like. If that's yeah, valid or not, thing. but like that, that kind of made sense to me. It's just like loud, like almost punk, but it's like not. We're not like. <laughs> 
you know, we're not cool enough to be punk. I think, like, <laughs> a main know. reason why we're feeling so stumped about all of this is that um, I don't think we necessarily take, like, genre aims into our creative process that much. Like, we don't necessarily try to be, like, this kind of band or that kind of band. It's just a matter of, like, these songs just come out the way they do because of yeah. what we've experienced and, like, the artists we're listening to at the time we're writing the song. Uh-huh. You know, it's a very f- dynamic kind of thing that's not... We can't necessarily say, like, oh, we have this formula and we're going for yeah. this sound. Cause, like, I mean, there's been times that, like, I really like a band. I'm like, I, I want to make a song that sounds like this, but, like, never, like, I want to make... I want to make a garage yeah, like, song. Or yeah. The Zells like are this. Song, yeah. like, well, you know. I think that's... That's for the best. I think that's when it probably sounds more authentic because you're not trying to be like something yeah. for someone else. It's more just we like what you want to make. Yeah. Okay. So you have, would you call them EPs that you have out before yeah. this? Okay. Yeah. So you have a few EPs out and then your first first full length album comes out on Friday, right? Yeah. Failure to slide. Yeah, yeah. How like how long have you been writing this album? Who writes yeah. like? So these song titles are something else. Like, <laughs> what, Slippy World? Is that the first one? Yeah. Frog on a Log? Like, who, do you guys all write? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so everybody in the band uh, contributes songs, um, and it's really fun. I mean, like, that was kind of, you know, like we mentioned earlier, the premise of this band kind of started out like, well, you know, we all came back to Pittsburgh, and we, like, we're really just thinking about what matters in our lives, and we're like, oh, we all really like music. We like hanging out together and, like, creating things and stuff. So um, we've just kind of contributed continued in that spirit um so now we all write songs and uh yeah i mean it's pretty much you know like if you write the song like you have the agency to name it but if somebody has something that you know speaks to them like we're we're pretty open about it and it's you know usually like someone will write like the part on their instrument and you know like a melody and lyrics and then everyone else will just kind of like build on top of it and it it becomes this like really fun you know like layering process it's you know honestly katie it's a lot like baking a cake i don't know if you bake um (laughs) i don't know if it's like baking a cake i don't know but (laughs) it is like like baking a a cake but if you bake a cake with four other people yeah and and you can't control what ingredients they're putting in exactly but you know that it's going to taste good Mm -hmm. well maybe not but you're gonna eat it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. All right, that metaphor was awful, but yeah, you know. There's a lot of trust involved then. Absolutely. For, for yeah. sure. There's but definitely trust involved. Um, and I think, strangely though, despite having five different songwriters in one band, um, it ends up being kind of. They blend They blend well, the meanings it's, of the songs. It's very cohesive. And, uh, yeah, we it's almost spend, like. like every day together, so. mm-hmm. Yeah, we spend it's enough like, time together where basically. There's no secret to what yeah. songs are about, you know, um, between us. So, and we also like try to be more collaborative. And um, sometimes uh, the lyrics to a song weren't all written by one person; they were written by multiple people and and things like that. Um, just yeah. It's a joint venture. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it's a nice thing. Um, I think just because we've like you know for the most part known each other for really long or just feel these really strong connections with each other it's like yeah. uh, I don't know sometimes it's almost like we're having conversations with one another like through the yeah. songs or something like I don't know I'd definitely say it's like something of I think just like being so close and you guys being my best friends and everything <laughs> oh, yeah. you know Likewise, and uh, you know yeah we're all just best friends like in like like you said that trust comes from a place of like developing an open and honest communication that like I think when we're creating this music goes beyond like, you know, necessarily our own words, yeah. you know, and it's yeah, this yeah. ethereal we seem to love. You guys sent me like a 
the link to the new record. You ever heard of Surfer Blood? You guys listen to Surfer Blood? I saw them like yeah. a long time ago. Like. Some of the melodies on the new record for you guys. The melodies are sort of easygoing on some of the tracks, but the vocals are punchy and edgy. That's what like is so it's so high energy, and it's, that's what I think separates you from other. I would say garage rock bands that are in Pittsburgh, but yes, Surfer Blood has like some similar melodies. Vocals are very different. They're very indie, indie rock. I would say, but Surfer Blood's good. I've only I feel like I've only heard a few of their songs from like years back. Like they've been around for a while now, and like I've yeah. been doing their thing. Um, really good band. I think like they're sort of like psychedelic a little bit, aren't they? Sometimes. Yeah. 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 I mean, and I think we. Certain moments like that on the record, but right. not not a whole lot, you know. It was just it, it was like we reminiscent tried. of that for me. Um, to your point earlier, genres are so music is so fluid that genres sometimes and like trying to categorize it, it's like it's like same but different half yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. It, do you not like being like confined or like described as like a specific category? <laughs> Uh, like don't put me in a box. Like very curious to see what people say. Yeah, it's know, but. funny. Like people used to, we used to get described as party rock a lot, <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because none of our songs, our songs real aren't really about partying. And if they are, then it's like, really? yeah, I think it, I think that's a description that comes from seeing us live, just because we look like we're having a lot of fun, I guess. But For sure. um, so yeah, people like party punk or party rock, and it's like. Like, that's cool, but, like, we literally never really sing about partying, ever. Um, <laughs> I sing about partying on the upcoming record, but it's it's more about trying to exit a party, actually. Oh, yeah, it is. It's like uh, getting out of a party is right. sort of... Mom, but, can you pick me up? Yeah. <laughs> actually. Right, yeah, yeah. in a way. Um, yeah. So, party rock was funny, and then what else? What else would... Like, it's... For our upcoming tour, somebody said slacker punk. I like that. I don't know. But yeah, I think just rock is is totally fine because like you know, kind of like we've been talking about, we're never really aiming for one kind of thing, and I think that you know we're a rock band, right? And and I feel like we fall in this interesting time where like you know, for our generation, like we've had you know we had, like had YouTube came about when we were in seventh grade, so it's like forever we've had you know accessibility to all of this music throughout all of time and all these different you know genres. So it's like we're really lucky to be able to incorporate all of these things into our sounds, and that's why I think you know so many bands that you hear out like coming out nowadays, it's like yeah, I don't really know what to describe that genre because it's such a match of so many different songs yeah. but I think maybe that in itself is something moving forward and I feel like most genres don't get necessarily solidified until like kind of hindsight in a way like mm-hmm. after there's enough bands that can be or you know artists in general it's not even just within rock music but there's enough of a somewhat similar sound it then gets labeled like oh that's this but that those all came out like two or three years ago, and we can only make this assessment from looking back on it. You know, yeah. we're just the product of our generation. <laughs> yeah, aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> I've been interested if like I've seen it a couple times, but I've been interested to see if anyone would start categorizing just this like wave of indie, you know, kind of like DIY music from like 2011 on or whatever, just like basement rock. Like, I mean, yeah, I think it's I've so seen broad. Yeah, as a vibe, but you know, like I think Frank's totally right. These things are always, you know, clear in hindsight. So, it's cool and it's fun to yeah, just be like sitting here living it, contributing. And important to not get caught up in it all. For sure. So you mentioned Howlers, other venues around town that you guys like to play. Um, I mean, we're playing our uh, release show at Spirit. I always have a fun time like Spirit. downstairs at Spirit. That's always a really good sound. I like performing in bars where the stage is in the same room as the bar, mm-hmm. you know, which isn't necessarily a thing at Howlers. Still love playing at Howlers. Um, I mean, 
Pittsburgh basements have yeah. been oh our God. like there are no shows at, butter. There are no shows at Bossing Say, but like yeah, <laughs> definitely there are no shows at Bossing Say. I also don't know where it is. Neither do I. But if I were to know, and there were shows, they yeah. would probably be some of our favorites. That'd play. probably be a sick. As with yeah. the Chanel, mm-hmm. if you know, yeah, if Chanel. it existed, you know, all of these mythical house venues. But yeah, I dream I mean, of them. At night. And it, it, it's neat. It's been fun. The Chanel though is where it's at. And and yeah, the house scene has been so good to us over the years, and it's been such a great way to meet other bands. And you know, we always kind of like that because we think it's really true to the spirit. Because you know, like I mean, we love you know, like we enjoy playing Brillo Box, like we've you know, yeah. like the Smiling Moose and all those places, and like Small. the Fun House Smalls is awesome. But you know, sometimes it can be a headache working with production companies. I mean, there are obvious advantages, but you know, the house is like a, it's a really organic feel, and it feels like just like you know, I don't know, people coming together for the same kind of reasons and the right reasons. Like all the traveling musicians and stuff that come. Through through Pittsburgh it's like it's so fun to meet other people from other places traveling around to like you know little yeah. kingdom to kingdom kind of like just doing their thing and you know just right. making art and presenting it to people who want to hear art and it's it's awesome yeah I like the kingdom thing a lot that feels very real because it's like, like when we go on tour I feel like we're riding around like we're a little band of like you know hobbits going from place yeah yeah going from place to place because yeah. these people just house you and it's like the nicest people you'll ever meet and like they house you they feed you they get you enough you know resources to send you on your way and you're just going and repeating that the more DIY the better and I think you know the less we can make this about capitalism and, and stuff like that is, is, is good um of course, you know, it's a sort of unavo- unavoidable thing with dealing with music people, but, um, you know, I think we try to... Well, and there are a lot of good ones out there, too, up. on all levels. On all levels, there are great people yeah, trying to do it yeah. for the right reasons. So, you know, but, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good time. It's cool. One thing that I've been saying in every episode is that I want to know what the quote-unquote scene in Pittsburgh is like for the Zells because it's one thing to speculate from the outside from someone who works at a radio station where a lot of local bands come in and out what yeah. it's one thing to speculate on the outside that's the point of the podcast it's not fair I don't think for me to assess like what the local scene is like because I'm not in it right. I mean a lot of people have a lot of big opinions about the Pittsburgh music scene I've seen you know a lot of articles been have been written lately about people like criticizing the Pittsburgh music scene really hard and saying like Pittsburgh as a town just doesn't care enough about music and whatever. But I mean, honestly, I love the scene that yeah. we're in. Yeah. Um, there's also like multiple facets of the scene, if you want to yeah. call it that. Yeah. Like, scene. yeah, um, there's so many. like there's the there's the house scene versus like, oh, we're playing a spirit with fuck it, sorry, with whoever. And like, um, I think though that people. The people that criticize the scene a lot, I feel like, are maybe a little bit out of touch and um, not fully. Rather, aware. rather than sitting around criticizing what's going on and how much Pittsburgh puts effort into music, like maybe like try a little bit harder to seek out artists who are doing their thing here. Like, I don't know, like yeah, there are BB Guns. We have the thriving house scene. There's Rue. There's so many good bands. Um, that it's sort of irresponsible, in my opinion, to level insults at the music scene without really looking into it. To piggyback off that and say, like, I actually, like, think the Pittsburgh music scene is, like, 
I don't I don't know how to characterize it, but I mean very supportive. Like all the bands that we're friends with, at least in our little like sector or corner of it, all the bands that we're friends with like really support each other. Like we try as hard as we can to go to each other's shows. We promote each other's things online. We're all friends with like, you know, like the different Rave on you. Yeah, Rave on Me is a good example. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean there's like a thousand bands I can name Pinstripe Sunny. We mentioned them before too. Um but yeah, just people are just really good to each other here and um it's like a true like there's there is a true community and you know everything's gonna have its problems and stuff but like there i've met like some of the greatest people and the most talented people i've ever met in my entire life in pittsburgh and it's cool because we get to see them play all the time like and yeah there's just there's a lot of good happening and it's awesome um yeah i personally love it yeah and i think it's interesting like kind of how we were talking about how like different spaces almost kind of deem like different parts of the scene right like sometimes in my head i think about it like oh yeah like there's like this kind of like bands that seem to play at spirit a lot and then there's bands that seem to like gravitate more towards house shows a lot um Roboto. but right and like robot you know your robotos and everything um and it's interesting <laughs> yeah as if a band being a band that plays robot makes you a robotto it's interesting but in any event um it's it's cool because i mean you know at this point we're like going on like five years doing this and we've seen a lot of like really awesome bands like start and like finish like within that time period but it also kind of feels like right now a lot of the bands that have you know who've been doing it longer than us or who've gotten to know like we're all sort of like moving like together in a way it's like yeah like we're all starting to like you know we're like still like playing house shows like as often as the house you know yeah. before like you become like creepy or something yeah. i don't know i hope that doesn't happen like um but and you know yeah right but you know but and then you know we'll start to see like friends like oh like you got on that like really cool like mr smalls present show opening for that cool band that's like an influence on you you know like our our boys like uh silver car crash got to play with like flasher and odd and that was like awesome you know so so it's really cool i mean and you know and and we've like gotten thrown like we got to play with this band pause from scotland like i absolutely love you know and it's like so it's cool to get to see you know to be offered opportunities and see your friends get opportunities you know to get to play with these like bigger bands and these like bigger venues with these more like professional type shows but you know also being ready to just go rip a house show you know and and that's i think to me like that's kind of what the pittsburgh scene is about like all the people i know here that are like the realists and doing their thing like they're ready to do it wherever like they're cool to play a ramsey house show on tuesday night they're cool to play to 200 people it's spirit and they're just gonna slap and that's yeah, what it's yeah. about you guys have a tour coming up right yes. to promote the new record when do you find time to rehearse mondays monday <laughs> this album took a minute to record yeah because of the uh, basically because of work i think honestly and yeah, I, also the fact that well we've been a band for five years and all the songs have you know they've been written for like a year already. Well, anyway, the last like two years, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, no, it's pretty. It's definitely tough, but I think we we work so hard and make sacrifices to like that allow us to to be in the position we're in, where like putting all of your time into well, I have to go and do this stupid thing to make money, but I'm going to put all the rest of my time into this other thing that I care about and there's like to me like you know I, I think we've, we've this is something we've talked about a lot is like just because you really love doing something like doesn't necessarily mean that like you know like none of us are owed anything you know like none of us deserve like anything right like it's just a matter of like you know persisting to do it because it's something you love and like I don't know I, I think for us you know I speaking personally like I like write songs that involve my like job and stuff a lot and I think like I don't know whenever you have to like work really hard to make something happen it kind of contributes to your 
songwriting process and like um i don't know like i think i have a lot of like respect and you know like i think there's a lot of merit in being a band that you know like when you're 18 like you get signed to matador or something and it's awesome and that is so cool and there's so many wonderful things about that um but i also you know i love a band like guided by voices who it's like yeah like you know we've lived like 15 16 years of like normal boring like grueling adult life and now we have endless content because we've had so much time to think about life and all of the things that it means whereas you know that band who made it when they were 18 by the time they're 24 they're like wow i don't know if we can you know sing about the same stuff anymore because like our experience for the last six years has been different so i don't know i think we look at it as something that's empowering and positive and we just work really hard and like work i'd, like, love, I'd love to not have a day job though <laughs> okay so the tour comes after the album release show which is friday september 7th at spirit, spirit. and this is going to be upstairs or downstairs? downstairs downstairs that's the best that's the oh, best yeah. place to see a show so where can people find you on social media where can they find your music we exist, uh, you know, <laughs> on, on the yeah. internet. <laughs> our Bandcamp band is still the old band name, Denzel. Yeah, so yeah. So it's denzel.bandcamp.com if you want to get on. And how do you spell on, it? Uh, D-E-N-Z-E-L-L. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> but everything else, though, if you're you looking on, if you're on Spotify, mm-hmm. yeah, look up the Zells, T-H-E <laughs> underscore. <laughs> I'm just kidding, it's a space. Yeah, you don't need an We're underscore. On. Zells, Z-E. Yeah, it's the Zells. We're on all major uh, streaming services. <laughs> uh, Spotify and Apple Music. We're on Bandcamp, too, which we just touched on. And um, our Facebook, what is it? Den- yeah, it's like, the, you uh, can just search the Zells. Yeah, if, Zells. If you, if you, we have an Instagram. It's also the Zells. People like bands on Facebook. <laughs> I do. Yeah, there's a Twitter. We're not all in control of the Twitter. I do want to be forward about that. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> if, Little corner of our social If you, world. yeah, it's if super interesting, man. Can get yeah. in on the Twitter, but I'm worried it'll become complicated. I don't know. It's okay. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I just watch. I, I have the Twitter. I watch. I watch it all happen. Yeah. You got yeah, cool. I, 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 try not, I try not to get too wild on Twitter, but every now and then. No, yeah, it's cool. We were only on Bandcamp for the longest time, but then uh, our buddy Connor, who runs Crafted Sounds, he's put in like an endless amount of like incredible work to make this album happen like we're endlessly grateful to him uh he like did this like cool thing where he got us on spotify and like apple music and all that and that's been like really fun and interesting to see how that works because yeah there's so many different ways that people listen to their music and stuff now the best way to hear it is to go to crafted sounds Bandcamp page and get a cassette. Yeah, get a tape. <laughs> get yeah. a tape. It sounds tapes. fun. It sounds fun. Tapes are, tapes tapes are cool. I did see the tape. I have a tape. <laughs> but I wish I still had like a cassette player. I wish my I my car. Yeah, we can make that happen too. Okay. Can I get like a a customized like Zell's cassette player? I would love a boombox. We'll paint it. We'll paint it. That'd be red. But I want it on the record that you'll hand paint it yourselves. Otherwise, it's not authentic. And it's not on the record. We get acrylic acrylic paints and. We should get some good lead based ones. There we go. Real interesting. Lead based paint? Yeah, we don't want it. I appreciate it. It is an element of death. It would be more dangerous for us using the paint. There we go. If I seem loopy at the release show, you'll know why. Thank you, Zells. Thank you. Thank you, Katie. Thanks for having us. Woo!